0: Code of paint that you slinging me. Three homies deep in this gangery, 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 gangery. With the hot in this gangery. Posted up right where I plan to be. Come to your block and that's gangery, 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 gangery. Twisting up with that some gangery. Top code of peace that you slinging me. We out here in this gangery. Don't give a fuck what you say to me. With the hot in this gangery. Posted up right where I plan to be. We out here in this gangery, gangery, gangery. gangery, gangery. Hey, people, I ain't from Baltimore, I'm Ain't seen any sun, any day, but the rain they be coming through the window. Say out, boy, you're all about clout. I say smoking only Monday, fucking midday. And now I'm in though at the crib with my king. But that's just how I live. No and no the way. All commenting, and extend those straight to the brain. I come from the grain, out of your lane. I live in the cane, smoking despite all the rain. I'ma start at the start of my rain. With the buzz on my brain, chilling with buzz on the way. I'm killing the ceiling, my feeling is great. Rolling my feelings, a hell of a jet it's a honeyberry action, forget it if you ain't matching Only the private reserve, I don't smoke for the of the fashion Where is the love in the passion? are you dudes are just acting, and you're cruising, just snacking kinda messin', you stay out of trash You're type, put your girl in
1: the back backseat What's up everybody, welcome to another episode of Lemme Know I'm your host, Angel let Today I'll be sitting with Steven Contreras Or, as everybody knows I'm as Steven, J is Filthy He's the founding member. He's the and creator of Synchronicity. He's the LA rep for iStandards, Standards, and he's he sometimes fills in at a very very popular radio radio show called Conscious Radio. Um, he's also a member of the a very rare shop family. Shout out to very, a very rare shop that allowed me to record this episode there. So yeah, um, I'm not gonna get too much into it, but this man right here. I call him, you're gonna hear him in the episode, he's a modern day Superman. He does it all, guys. Does it all. He's all over the place. He he's also a manager. And on top of all that, he's a student. Um I appreciate you guys' support. Every single day. I'm I don't know, I I get I get more plays than I thought it was, you know. I am just I'm just happy to at least get one. You know, so far. I have listeners from Germany, Brazil, Egypt, you know, shout out to all those people over there. Um, I don't know your names because, you know, I don't know that your names don't pop up for some reason. Just been busy with work. Nothing new, I guess. Nothing new for you guys. Just, I have nothing new in my life. I'm sorry. So, yeah, so I'm just going to get right down to to the riddle, all right? The riddle for last week was... I shrink smaller every time I take a bath. What is it, guys? Soap. It's soap, guys. It's all good. You guys didn't get it this time, but you guys will get it next time hopefully. Hopefully you guys answer this one. Steven's a really popular guy, so I'm hoping his his homies, his the people he manages I'm hoping they they um they participate. But before I go any further, I gotta introduce a very new sponsor, I just mentioned them, Very Rare Shop, they're a platform for creators. Their mission, at a very rare shop, they focus on supporting individuals' artistic intentions. That's, that's why they have, um, they have produced a space in LA that is entirely devoted to create and express themselves. By offering free and donating base education classes to children and adults, they provide a platform for individuals to study, develop, and share their art. Through the dedication to the, to community building and their passion for arts, they remain the community to achieving their vision and encouraging inspiring artists. So, they're a non-profit, so hopefully you guys go check them out. If you guys are interested, look them up on the very rare shop.com. Very rare shop. Thank you guys for supporting, and thank you guys for being a sponsor. So yeah, like I mentioned earlier, Stephen Jay, he's uh he's actually the creator of he's one of the creators of um a, a big event that's thrown in Wilmington called Synchronicity. A good way to describe it is Synchronicity is an event for the community by the community. They have live musician performances by local talent. They have lo- local business vendors, live art art gallery and local authentic food and alcohol. Yeah, Um. this, this year it's gonna be um, on November the 5th. At, um, the address is 636 North Avalon at Alcine Mariscos, Alcien Mariscos, okay? So if you guys, uh, don't forget to put it down on your calendar. November 5th, Alcien Mariscos in Avalon. You guys, don't. This is an event you must attend. Guaranteed, you you will not regret it. You might see me there. You might not. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. It's a Surprise for you. I'm. A, I'll be signing auto I'm be autographing the hats. So bring the hats. Yep. And then it'd be perfect if you win the hat. You know, I'll be. I'll autograph the hat that I give you. How about that? All right, guys. You know, I think I talked too much for today. I'll let you guys experience the interview and let. And I'll let you guys. Get to know a little bit about Stephen Jay. Stephen Jay's filthy.
0: better than girls be traffin'. L A was rate, Check from TV like I'm mad Check from TV for my mansion. When I'm on stage, y'all better be balanced. Twisting up beat, that's some gangery. Cop, hold up, please, that you slang to me. Three movies deep in this gangery. Gangery, gangery, gangery. With the whole crew cool in this gangery it up right where I plan to be Come to your block and that's gangery Gangery, gangery, gangery Twisting up with that's some gangery Top coat up bees that you're slinging me We out here and that's gangery Don't give a fuck what you say to me With the whole crew and that's gangery it up right where I plan to be We out here and that's gangery Gangery, 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 gangery.
1: what's up everybody welcome back i hope you guys enjoy that song today i'm sitting here with modern day superman steven yes, Contreras. What's up? what's up man how are you
2: how you doing man steven j thank you for having me on oh, the yeah, show Oh steven j is filthy <laughs>
1: you know maybe you guys might know him as steven j is filthy we'll get it we'll get into it a little bit later about why that you know but before we get into that what's up man how are you
2: good man you know just chilling it's a nice friday we're about to about to get this interview in got a bunch of events tonight Gonna kick it, so it's a good day. It's a good day. Got my got my gym session.
1: I think you might be somewhere in the future, cause today is Tuesday, man. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: Tuesday. Sorry, yeah. Man.
1: It's okay. <laughs> so yeah, man. What's up? Yeah, man. I could tell. Like you're pretty slow. You know, like compared to me, I look like one of those. Car dealership blow up things those <laughs> that swing all over the place
2: i uh, appreciate it appreciate
1: it I, I see you take care of yourself that's good I'm, I'm i'm trying to take care of myself too but hamburgers man they just get to me man uh, no
2: nah, trust me i love my food that's <laughs> why i work out
1: <laughs> yeah i get it man so i usually i usually start out the episode by you know saying i'm telling the my, my listeners what my guest does but you know like i found it pretty hard to label you you know like <laughs> Cause you do so many things. Like I know you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. You are also a manager, right? You manage people. Yeah.
2: Uh, so pretty much what I do, I work for a few different people. I work. My main my main thing is I work for Create Digital Music Distribution. We're a distribution company that distributes music on all streaming platforms like Spotify, Pandora, Title, um, Google Play, Xbox Live, everything like that. Um, And I'm the client experience rep for that so right now I'm dealing with a few clients I I handle their in and outs not so much their day-to-day But it's kind of like overseeing like little things they need say they need like an email sent or they need some something reviewed I do stuff like that. I originally started off with create as a intern Um, So I interned and I was a content coordinator. I learned like the ins and outs of music like behind the business side I learned uh, about metadata. I learned about everything about really reviewing content giving positives like like analyzing an artist to see if they're gonna benefit the company if they're gonna benefit themselves if we can actually help them stuff like that um, so that's one aspect that's create digital music um, so I also well, how
1: do you do that though so how do you get them into just that your business does that that's like what they do
2: yeah we just do distribution oh, okay. um, and we're, we're branching out we're doing a little bit more stuff we do like I said I, I got that client experience rep and so my CEO he does a lot he's dude he wears so many more hats than I do it's crazy
1: so, but what do you do as a client experience rep like what do you do for there um i handle I
2: don't know what that does I'm so, no no so a client experience rep pretty much if like an artist comes into town or or whatever it is is day to day i'm like the face of the company when i go network when okay. i do stuff like that obviously i'm not like the face because the the owner is the face like pro and shout out pro um but i also i represent it wherever i go and i do like these events so I'll be the, the representative at an Nice Standard event or at an I Ride event or a um, music business discussion panel we have stuff like that. Um, I I'm trying to be like that the little go-to guy yeah. for everyone. Yeah, I see,
1: man. You do you are pretty <laughs> much the little go-to guy because I saw some of your stuff on um, Conscious Radio. Yeah, and they also I I heard your episode like the episode they got I mean they interviewed you. Mm-hmm. They mentioned that too, and I, I kind of heard. It. I was like, Man, you do a lot, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know how you do it, bro. I, yeah. I really don't know.
2: So, I, was, I also, like you said, you mentioned Conscious Radio. So, I'm also the uh, social media manager for Conscious Radio, but I do a little bit more. I do like the bookings, I record all the interviews, I listen to all the submissions. If you're trying to get on a radio show, <laughs> email Conscious Radio one at Gmail listen to some music submissions All
1: right, hold uh, on let me let me do that right now
2: <laughs> <That's>, So shoot, <laughs> shoot me anyone I listen every day um, so I do that and then I also I'm part of create digital music a little branch off I'm a the LA rep for I standard um, again I, I I work for create but I do the representing for i standard and i ride and stuff like that so I'm always gonna be at those events um, and then where we're at now today we are at a very rare shop. Shout out to Rare House, shout out to Very Rare uh, Shop, Jim, Marco, C. Um, so I'm on the board of directors for a Very Rare Shop, we are, or Rare House, we are a non-profit organization. Um, what our goal is, is to pretty much do free free classes, free lessons, free education, whether it's music production, whether it's editing whether it's yoga whether it's like straight educational classes anything for people who are just like the less fortunate per se yeah um but we also throw dope ass parties <laughs> yeah. hands down we throw art shows um just crazy live art live music
1: like it's super dope here in la like so in where, where can i sign up for those classes you know i know we're gonna get into it at the end <laughs> but you know i'm kind of i want to know because i need help with my editing bro like trust me
2: so we, we got a we got a bunch of people so we're in the process of setting up all the classes. So we actually just moved into this spot um, a very rare shop probably about 4, four 3 months ago. Um, so we're we're still getting established. We're building a studio here. We're going to hit up a we're going to get a whole green room set up area um, everything there's going to be vr stuff so it's, yeah, it's pretty tight with yeah. a really big vision
1: yeah man i, I kind of i could see your vision like this is a, a nice sized place yeah it's pretty big and you have a lot of room so exactly you, you're able to work with you know different like you're able to do a lot of different things like you said like this one could be like the yoga spot or, you know like the green room because you got you know this is the egyptian this is the room. egyptian room straight up gym. yeah so i mean i see like i kind of i could see i obviously we don't have the same vision but i can kind of see like they're like well, The potential of this room exactly. has You know exactly. I saw I saw The other couple rooms And you know I like them They're, they're nice They're nice sized yeah. rooms You I see like all the dope room. The
2: dope artwork yeah. All along around Virk visuals you guys did A bunch all this? of people
1: Yeah all of the people Involved in our collective
2: They They just We let them throw up Their art wherever they want um, and, and it's dope
1: They definitely haven't Let us down yet yeah. At all <laughs> It's nice I, Even the outside Like I saw that artwork too Like that's That's just tight. Like, yeah Oh you can cuss as you could tell you can say anything you want oh, okay um you can get racist but not too racist nah, nah. Okay, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not about just, to get racist just i mean and remember guys if he does get racist don't send the emails to me if he says anything <laughs> don't send them to me you know he has don't, his own don't at me <laughs> yeah, don't at me I, that's not my business you know I, my business is like my, my my thing is just getting you the info and that's it you know whatever happens after that that's steven's job you know let let him <laughs> take care of that you know but yeah man like I said you, you do a lot you know like so what maybe I um maybe I' I didn't hear but who are some people that you manage you know like who are some artists that you um you I know, used represent? to
2: I, I originally got into this music scene because I started uh, managing a local artist from Wilmington um, I don't manage him anymore but right now I currently help out and man like co-manage my buddy uh Freddie shout out to Freddie Vasquez Freddie don't do it um, I also help manage Noah James out of uh, the Inland Empire. Do, I do a little bit of stuff with them, working mainly with his manager. Um, just trying to get more traffic for him out here in LA. Nothing so, too serious.
1: So what do you do for them though? Um, like for Freddie,
2: from Freddie, it's 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 anything from being there, like A and Ring stuff at his uh, studio sessions. He's had a lot of writing sessions with Atlantic Records. Oh, wow. um, so I'll be there with him at Atlantic Records, helping him out, kind of doing that creative direction, um, booking him shows. Excuse me. This monster is making me burp. <laughs> um, booking him shows and just reviewing content like he shot me. Just in the past few days, he shot me like four different tracks he was working on. I gave him solid feedback. Say, yo, I don't think this is a song you should really go with. Kind of just like put it to the side or yo this this record's super hot. Like we're gonna go pitch this to someone, stuff like that. Um and it just helped with like not really, I'm not gonna I didn't I didn't want to manage his social media because he's really good at it kind of just like yo like do this or do that or try check this person out and stuff like that
1: yeah so where did you get like all this like information because you seem very knowledgeable about like how to like brand yourself like where, where did you learn how to do all this
2: just doing it like yeah. <laughs> like like i go to school i go to cerritos college so i've been i've been in school for a minute i study uh business administration with a focus on commercial music so i've taken like um the business of music class. I've taken uh, music entrepreneurship, of course, all my regular marketing classes, managing classes, accounting, everything like that. Like, like, I just, I realized that if I was an artist, I wouldn't let someone who didn't have a degree manage me. So I was like, all right, fuck it. Like go to school, get your shit done and then go out into the real, wo- real world. Um, and then it also just came out to getting out and networking myself, like meeting people. Like, dude, when I first started, I was literally going out Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday mm-hmm. every night to, to some event, wherever it was. Whether it was, I think I went to like San Clemente for one. I've been all the way up to um, Santa Clarita area, the Inland Empire, Los Angeles, like everywhere, no matter wow. what it was art shows, big concerts. Like, yeah. I did it solid straight for like six months wow. every night. Dude, I, I lost so much sleep. I lost a lot of friends. Like, But at that time, a lot of people didn't see the vision because I was just starting off. Like I had no connections into this music game at all. I didn't know a single person. Um, So like I said, I started off with an internship with Create Digital. He actually, he came to my class pro and he was like, yo, I'm at the end, at the end of the class, I can give his whole presentation, just spoke to us on the game. And he was like, oh, I'm actually looking for an intern, like shoot me your resume, whatever. Before he even left the, before he even left the classroom, I had a full email drafted up, sent him my resume, told him who I was, be like, hey, I'm from the class you just spoke at, like I'd love to get a chance to interview with you. Um, <laughs> I didn't know this, but like five minutes after he officially left read the email he called my professor of my class was like yo tell me about this steven kid like he already sent me an email and my professor was like well that that should tell you enough right there (laughs) like this kid wants it yeah and uh so pro he literally taught me everything that i know when it comes to like the business business side like the ins and outs even with like really looking at who you work with so there was a there was a time that i was offered another internship or to apply for another internship like they approached me um in pro he, he's he always told me from the get-go like i'm not gonna stop you from moving on to doing bigger bigger things like this isn't like your end goal like i know that but so i was like hey i might apply for this like what do you think he was like do your own research like look up google the person's name really think about it I googled the name and saw a bunch of bad articles a bunch of bad write-ups reviews just like about how people do business Yeah, and then I realized like if say I join that team people are gonna be like, oh fuck He works with bad blah da blah, blah. like that's how he does business yeah. And I, I didn't want to just do that because I feel like I'm gonna have this career for a long time Yeah, and I'm not trying to do anything to, we- to I guess Like not alter I'm, I'm at loss of words right now, but yeah. change who I am and yeah. Even for like A a level up
1: Mm, Yeah I've never I can't say I've ever had those Predicaments in my life (laughs) But I, I I see how that'd be You know Pretty like Hard A decision that you do have to make Like when you're placed with the good opportunity in front of you Like you want to take it But you got to really think about it and process it Like is this, it, is this really what I want to do Because, yeah, because it, it's going it, to affect you ex- long term Your know?
2: image 100% yeah. And people are going to be like Oh you, you fuck with this person Or you fuck with this group And like Obviously you never really want to take sides But sometimes you just got to be like Oh you yeah. know what I'm just going to I'm going to yeah. pull back a little bit Or
1: yeah. it, 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 That's I mean I, 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 I could see that, that That might be a hard thing Because like Just doing some research about you like, you're very, like, you already know the next step, what you want to do. Like, you already have a, like, what you do. You already know where you want to be a little bit. You yeah. already see the end goal Like, you, you know, you want... You're already on the next step. Like, how are you going to get there, right? Yeah, 100%. So I feel like, man, i would be, like, you already want to get there. You <laughs> see, like, oh, man, this is a great opportunity. That's going to help me, like, just launch myself, be there at the next yeah. spot. But sometimes you just got to hold down a little bit. Like, you know what? Like, yeah, that's, that's let exactly Let me slow down. Like, let, me, let yeah. me really see the big picture. Like, right now I'm, I'm trying to, like, I'm going to 100, you know? <laughs> yeah. but let me, like, let me go out of 25 a bit so I can see, like, the big image. Of, like, mm-hmm. is this really what I want? But why aren't you, like, an artist yourself? Because...
2: I mean, you have the drive, honestly. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't have any... Like, I have a really good ear for music. I can't make music. I don't write. Like, I, I'm a creative in my own way. Right. Like, I'm a create. Like, I don't know. At the end of the day, like you said, I'm a businessman. I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. I do stuff like that. I have a really good creative ear, creative eye. Um, know a lot about branding know a lot about collaboration it's just like artistry wasn't really my calling like some people are just meant to be artists and i see that every day and then some people are just meant to be those fucking like quote unquote like shot callers and just direct people be that that puppeteer and like that's that's eventually <laughs> what i want to do like i want to be the man behind the scenes behind the scenes calling all the shots
1: or you could just be like me just fake it you know pretend you know what the <laughs> fuck you're doing and just so, I'm, no, that, I'm a, that's a good liar Dude
2: that, that's a really good point That you made, And I actually I, I tell this to a lot of people And don't take this the wrong way I'm not like taking any shots But yeah. um, my cousin He's a politician And he was the first person Who introduced me to networking huh. um, And he was like One thing you never do Is Talk bad like, about yourself No no It's like it's like fake it till you make it. Like okay. don't fake it because people will be able to to really filter and see through that. Yeah. Like you can't pretend like you're you're something bigger than you are. So people will call your will call your bullshit hands yeah. down. And then those people will talk to other people who are already high up in the game, and they'll be like, nah, fuck that. For yeah, me. yeah. I'm <laughs> just good modest. No, you. no, no. I like I said, it wasn't anything against <laughs> no. you, but that's like I feel uh, like that's a really good point uh, that I, I just want to say. Like, yeah. like put your head down, grind it out, yeah. and then people will recognize your hustle. Yeah, like, I-
1: Nah, i could honestly say you're kind of like i want to i envision myself being where you're at right now because you're, you're doing a lot of, I, like you told me man i see you man i see you too yeah, no, like, yeah that's I, why i got you like i got from <laughs> the podcast because like we're pretty much like you told me like oh yeah you said, thank you by the way thank you for reposting and sharing like like a simple act like that it might seem like nothing but you know it means a lot to like up and coming artists I know, like guys you going, could yeah. tell you know you could tell because you, you do manage people like you know the little like it might be insignificant, but to me it was like oh
2: shit, dude. It's 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 showing love, and you gotta yeah. show people and and especially people who are hustling, grinding it out. Like you said, like you yeah. even said, you're like I'm just fucking doing it, man. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, <laughs> like I want to do this shit, so yeah. I'm just doing it. So fuck yeah, dude. Like I'm gonna support you however I can. Like, but how
1: do you stay humble, man? Because I, I I would if I was at your right, at your shoes, I'd be like I would man, have a I, I'm still ain't shit. I ain't shit. Yeah, that's I ain't how I, I feel. Never, too. I ain't never gonna be shit, and so yeah. that's
2: that's the mentality that I keep like. Like, I can know whoever the f- like. I know big time producers. I've I've met and talked with big time managers, and it doesn't matter because like at the end of the day, like no one has to fuck with you. Mm-hmm. So it just comes down to being a good person. Yeah. And like like you said, if you get a big head or you get this fake clout, like no one's gonna want to fuck with you in the end of the day. Like yeah. either way, like like just stay true, stay humble, and and realize there's always someone like two steps in front of you. Like, you're never going to be that guy because there's always going to be someone who works harder than you or has a better connection or whatever. So just just do what you do and get really fucking good at it. And then everyone else will be like, yo, you're, you're fucking go like you're the man or like whatever. Yeah. And like, that's how I do it.
1: Does it feel weird? Like people saying nice things, like good things like
2: to do it's, it's really fucking tight because because you constantly feel like no one's seeing the shit you're doing. Uh-huh. And like, uh, I was just talking to to Rock from uh, SoCal Radio yesterday And like, Reverie was a pretty big artist that we had on our show And she's got like 101,000 followers Shout out Reverie, super dope person, super dope artist Like, go check her out if you don't know who she is Um, And I was like, Rock, dude, that's dope Like, that's big for a little online radio show Like, that's what the fuck is up Like, salute yourself like thanks no one even like everyone just thought it was dope like i had the connection and it was kind of like we shot our shot and we we yeah. fucking landed it so yeah. so uh,
1: sometimes it just you
2: know just stuff works out given shining a little light on you just so some love i was peeping your uh, your instagram bio and it says host of a uh, dig in the box so i was like what the fuck is that like i want to know what this is because uh do you know the there's a. I I want to say they're called like Lonely Island. Lonely Island yeah, yeah, the yeah. yeah. song with um, <laughs> Justin, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, it's like, hey, that's
1: that's fucking tight. <laughs> well, um, it came like the name came from like me. Like some people think that I'm the nicest person, but I could be a dick. I have a dick side to me, and it comes out <laughs> uh, um, a lot, of, a lot of the time, you know. But people really don't see it. And i um, dick in the box. The box came from the room, uh, your phone, your computer, wherever you listen to me. Yeah. So I'm the dick, and I'm in the box. <laughs> in the box. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, f- th- I fuck with that. Yeah, I fuck with yeah. that. And then um, originally like that podcast was supposed to be me and my friend, and I was supposed to interview people. Mm-hmm. It was. It was supposed to be originally. It was supposed to be like improv, like where I'm, I'm the dick, and I have a person or like my guest. And we're asking them questions, but I'm throwing shots. Like, I'm fucking being salty, you know what I mean? Yo, like,
2: uh so, like, have you heard of the restaurant dicks? No. There used to be one in San Diego, but, like, the the whole theme of the restaurant is, like, the Raiders are just fucking rude. They're assholes. Yeah. Like, yeah. yo, no, I, I see it's that. It, like it fuck, that. It's a
1: marketing thing. Like, I like yeah. that. I liked that a lot. So, that was the goal. Like, my, my co host was supposed to be the, the person calming me down, and I was supposed <laughs> to go off on my, my, my guest you know? Yeah. But unfortunately, it didn't work out that way. Like, like I was the straight man And the silly guy At the same time Oh okay And my, my friend was just The production part of it You know yeah. And then At the end of the day We had to split ways Because it was taking Too much time He he um he does EDM And he's on a band um, Biggest Culture Okay So um, the podcast Was taking way Too too much time of um, Yeah uh, Out of his passion So you know We just decided To break it off And obviously My, my vision was A two man thing Yeah So I had to cut it You know I just Yeah had really
2: to it. This is completely Side note But it still has to do With Dick- in the box um marcos from rare house if uh-huh. you interview marcos and jam you could totally do that dick in the thing, yeah and they'd be throwing it right back at you that'd be one funny fucking show dude yeah, well we'll see because because <laughs>
1: now like a lot of people that they're, they're like they pretty much shine light on them like man i don't see you being a dick so it has to be you have to really be like i, I tried it once and you really have to be in character like yeah like my nice side sometimes takes over like fuck like like what well, what gets to me is I'm having people like my guests come, mm-hmm. they're, like they're spending an hour, hour and a half of their, their day. They're taking time, like they could be doing something else, and I just feel bad. Like well, uh, no, it's it's out
2: of good character. Like look at look at uh, Wild and Out. Yeah, they do that shit all the time. They'll bring people on and they just get shots thrown at them the entire yeah. time. But if if you're a good sport about it too and let yeah. people fucking fuck around back, yeah. like. Yo, that's gonna make for a perfect show Like, that's what's up But you should definitely consi- Consider yeah. doing
1: that the, And then also, like I was having a hard time Getting guests Because of the name Cause Yeah The, the dick in the box They're like, you know They're like, oh, well What's that about? <laughs> like, I, I would explain it to them And they still wouldn't want to come So yeah. So, you know what? I'm gonna do my solo thing Let me know my last name mm-hmm. and boom And then no Because I ask a bunch I'm a nosy fucker So I ask <laughs> a bunch of questions I wonder a lot, pretty much Like, I wonder I, um what, what i could be doing and what should i be doing so my like i have people like my guests pretty much come on and shine a little light on what they do hopefully like i get an idea what the fuck i want to do in my life because i still don't know yeah like i want to get into radio but i don't know like it's too much work i'm too fucking lazy Turn nah dude that, that's the thing in
2: entertainment it's a constant grind yeah and it's dude it's not it's not meant for the the week at yeah. all yeah. because you're gonna be pee- people that constantly tell you no constantly tell you oh fucking don't even try like, yeah. like I was in a I was in a studio session with an A&R and he was like he was like don't do music he's like this shit's too hard he's like are you trying to make a living or are you he was like are you doing this for art that's so all I'm doing it because like I love it he's like don't do music go get a real job and I was uh, like fuck how are you gonna shoot someone's yeah. like dreams down like that well, so. maybe they're just bitter Because they
1: <laughs> haven't done shit with, them, with themselves Sometimes, Or maybe I they don't want a, competition. It, was a, it, was a, it was a pretty big A&R, so no.
2: Maybe he, they don't want competition he's
1: Maybe he's intimidated by you they see, He sees the potential You'd rather just shut it down before you even get You know, too big Yeah Hey, you know what I'm trying to Try help you. Fuck that. Whoever you <laughs> right, Hopefully. Oh, but if... never <laughs> mind, because maybe maybe we'll work together. So, you didn't say names. Nah, right yeah, I don't say names. I don't say names. So, say still names. fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, he doesn't, he doesn't know that you're talking about him either. Nah, nah. He won't. <laughs> so, but, like, okay, you mentioned a little bit in the, um, that you're trying to put your hands, like, you're trying to put, like, throw your hat in, like, uh, uh, pretty much everywhere on the entertainment industry, right? Like, Yeah,
2: the, so so i was talking to an executive one time and because eventually what i want to do is i want to either like work as an executive for a label or work for a pr company or something like that and they're like the best thing you can do is build your resume so that you can do anything and be a fucking boss at it so i was like oh shit all right like all right i I got the managing game like not not great down but I, i understand it i studied it i've done it myself um like mobile marketing, that was the next thing that I really wanted to get good at. That's how I got like the, the social media manager for Conscious Radio. Um, I got into radio, like interviewing, booking people, dealing with that, dealing with artists, dealing with artists as managers even more now than I did as my own manager. Um, I got into throwing my own events. Like I threw synchronicity over in Wilmington. I got in with Rare House and, but Rare House was more of a passion more than anything. Like I just saw what they were doing. I was like, yo, this is fucking tight. Like, I wanna, I wanna fuck with Fuck with them And I'll, honestly They're some of my Like best friends Like I talk to These three more than I talk to anyone else Besides my girlfriend yeah. Shout yeah, what's out What's the story
1: <laughs> be, um, behind Rare House Like how did you guys Come together
2: So Rare House Started with Jam and C Um And they started Just throwing events they, They're from Ohio So they started Throwing events in Ohio And they had like Huge events And they started they came out here and then they started throwing crazy events. But um, I saw what they were doing when I got into this music scene because they got like, they actually have like a pretty big clout. like their impressions on Twitter, like easily hit a million sometimes. Uh-huh. And so it's just like people see, people see what the fuck we're doing. Yeah. Um, so I saw that and then they did a they did a fundraiser for uh, Standing Rock uh, the, with the North Dakota pipeline. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's fucking tight. Like they were donating all of it and they throw a pretty big show. Like they had a big artist there. Um, and I was like yo like I want to help out like I just want to volunteer like I'll do whatever the fuck you need like I'll be there early I'll stay as long as I can yeah. um and just like let me just put in work for you guys and like, all right tight like come on down and so I, I volunteered with them met everyone and then the next time I was like yo like I'll volunteer again I'll volunteer again yeah and then they just started to become friends instead of like people who I wanted to work with yeah and so they and then of course they saw like because they they pay attention to everything like <laughs> people think rare house doesn't see them rare house sees everything we look at everything we analyze everything like like their their minds creatively uh on a business standpoint is just off the charts so uh they saw what i was doing in the music and they're like yo like like come to this meeting come to this like rare house meeting like all right so i came to the meeting and then i started throwing my ideas in there and then i just i dedicated more and i showed i showed them that i was here because of a passion not because i'm trying to like jump off and do something else yeah like there's a lot of people who come to rarehouse and they try to use it as like a stepping stone and that's not what Rare House is like dude we're a nonprofit organization like yeah. you're not you're not about to make mad dough you're not about to get mad clout you're not about to hop on the stage every time so like you do it because it's a passion and so, that's, that's what it is
1: yeah. so all that money that you guys get from shows you guys just that all that money just donated to the for, Sa- for standing rock yeah they donated oh. all of
2: it right now every all of our events are fundraisers because we're like i said we're trying to build this studio we're trying to make these classrooms we're trying to get the green room and and every, like i said everything is just it's going to be a community building like we're registered as an art gallery and oh, okay. that's what we are like we have art shows all the time like look at all of our pictures on twitter like oh. everything's right there our entire resume for rare house
1: so yeah wow yeah that's cool like how, how, how does one get into that, though? Like, the nonprofit, How do you guys get, like, what do you guys have to do? Like, what are some requirements or something? Like, can you give some people that might might wonder, like, I wonder, like, how can I get into a non-profit? That's, that's definitely a question for uh, Jam oh, and C. Okay. Like, I
2: know about, I know about just from the, my business standpoint and my business background, uh-huh. like, how to apply, how to be a 501c3. Like, I know how to do that. Okay. But when it comes to Warehouse, I would definitely rather have you guys oh, have you interview them. them. Okay. Because they're full of knowledge. They're full of just, like... And they're they're passionate, so uh, I'd rather have that interview and that uh, question be answered through
1: them. I'll make that happen eventually. Yeah, hopefully, no, we'll get them on. <laughs> yeah.
2: And if anyone is curious about Rare House, on all of our social medias on Twitter, on face, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, it's at a very rare shop. Um, look it up, follow them, like, um, and come out to an event. Definitely, we're gonna have a lot of events. We're gonna have a fun day, big concert outside, skate competition, um, uh-huh. art gallery. Like we're gonna have everything. And a big con- big so, stage outside so, so yeah
1: what kind of music do you guys usually put on like all over everything? whatever the fuck we like yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we, got, we got
2: hip-hop we have trap we have fucking um punk rock we have like dude anything and everything that we like we put on because that like as in like we have a lot of artists who fuck with us yeah. so as an artist you appreciate art hands down that's what it is even if it's not your your genre of music if you if you're if you're a rapper and you come here and you see a super dope punk band or like a screamo band you're like fuck these people are tight like no matter what like even though it's not my music like they're they're bad as fuck like that's what's up yeah so that's another
1: what's that saying like talent appreciates talent real recognizes real (laughs) like you know real talent recognizes real talent oh boom I fixed it. <laughs> yeah. right. So, how do you? How important is it to manifest your goals? Cause I, I know like you're very goal and air- orientated,
2: right? Yeah. Ma- uh, so manifestation is a huge thing for me. Um, it it comes down to just like speaking things into existence. Um, you like you said, you see a goal, and for me, there's I'm just gonna do it. Like I I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I'm fucking figuring my way out. Um, just like here's an example, just the music thing. Like I didn't know anyone, and I decided like fuck it, I'm gonna do it.
1: And um, I'm not doing it yet because still ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're something, man. <laughs> not, but, Like I, I guess I do the same thing as you. Is I put myself down a lot. Like I guess I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. But you're something. Like to me, you're somebody. Obviously, that's why I have you on because. I see what you're doing And I see that you're out there And you're not just Doing it for yourself You're actually you have, You're have you trying to do something For the community Other yeah. artists You're trying to help Other people You know Yeah definitely I yeah, appreciate so that I see Thank that you. man like, I, I mean that, I, I hope that's what you saw me When you no, no, no. Yeah,
2: I see, I see you out here Doing your thing dude Again yeah. like 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 I see you working just I'm a little working. I'm <laughs> a little
1: grain of Freaking sand You know In <laughs> this big Big marble of ours You know Just trying to do my part Help others Like that's my Like that's all I want Like Really fame, fortune Fuck it be nice But <laughs> What I wanna do I'm not gonna say no nah. <laughs> But you know like My, my end goal I just wanna be Like I wanna say at the end of my life That I helped somebody At least no, one yeah, person As long as down. if I help one person Like do something with their lives Or like I inspire them to Make their own podcast Because They feel like they could do A better job than I do Hey you know That's another One person that pretty much Saw their Their goal Or their um, Their manifested something Know, yeah. like, their vision or, like, I don't know their talent. They put their talent out there and, like, because, I mean, to me, it's a shame having been being, being so talented and just not sharing, out, sharing it with the world, you know?
2: No, yeah, I feel you on that. Definitely.
1: But sorry, I mean, I do this a lot. I'm sorry for cutting you off. Like <laughs> you're good, <he> saying, <laughs> you're like, good, you're bro. talking about manifesting your, um, your visions, right? Or,
2: it, no, yeah, like, it's just, it, it's literally about calling your shot and then fucking fucking taking it and doing it
1: so how do you do that though how do you like what what's in you that like you know like you put everything aside and you like you just go for it like because not a lot of people do that to tell you the truth no.
2: um i'll say a lot of it comes to the fact that i've literally danced toe-to-toe with death oh. and i realized fucking life can be taken from you in an instant no matter what you're doing so there's no point in staying in or being like oh i can't do this or oh this is too hard like just fucking do it because life is precious and because that shit can be taken
1: from you and like so a snap. Can you tell us what happened?
2: Yeah, so um, at 16 years old, I was diagnosed with Ewing sarcoma, which is a bone cancer, um, bone tumor cancer. Um, and it was in my left ankle and it was pretty aggressive. Um, only 2% of all cancer patients get this type of cancer. And it's pretty crazy because it is either local for six months or after that six months, it's everywhere in your body and you're pretty much terminal. Um, So yeah, so I actually, it was crazy because the doctor said that we caught it three weeks. Yeah, I think like three weeks or like a little bit like a month before it would have been everywhere and it would have been terminal. So that thing was just fucking aggressive. Like I went within like in one day when I found out I had like a bone scan, a CAT scan, an MRI, blood work, X-rays, a biopsy on my ankle all within like four hours like it was just boom 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 oh. and so uh and then within like they like oh we're, g- we're gonna call you in like seven days we're gonna call you in a week like don't worry about it they called me the very next day and they're like yup wow. uh, you gotta come in bro like yeah. you gotta get this shit taken yeah. care of so uh i went through a total of 14 rounds of chemotherapy yeah. um but after my initial four i was faced with the option of having a uh a traditional surgery which would probably scrape only like 80 percent of my tumor and so it was just the likeliness of it coming back was crazy high yeah or getting a below the knee amputation so i was like damn like what the fuck am i gonna do and so i look up amputee athletes on my phone and you see the paralympics you see all these people doing fucking ironmans and all this shit i was like fuck it like if they can do it i can do it better yeah and so uh i was like yo let's, let's do the amputation Let, like let's get this shit off and so after four rounds of chemotherapy i had my left knee below the my left leg below the knee amputated uh, and just never looked back uh, i've been cancer cancer free since 2010 yeah. um shout out all the amazing doctors at ucla medical they're the goats, man, and ow. then. Uh, Whoa, yeah. I, I,
1: um, you were, uh, you were pretty active in high school, right? Yes, yes. Like, I uh. I I know you went back. Like you went back. You, you mentioned that um, unconscious radio. I heard you went back to play football. Like how oh, hard, man. Like, <laughs> but,
2: um, man, yeah. So, boss. so I uh I made a comeback. I actually didn't miss a single season. So my sophomore year is when I got diagnosed. when I had everything happen, I played the very last game of my junior year on the football team and we were in like the playoffs i was able to play that game and then i made like a complete comeback in my senior year um and it was just because everyone told me i fucking couldn't do it <laughs> straight up doctors like oh you're probably never gonna play football again you're barely gonna be able to walk like you won't be able to run like a bunch of shit like that um and it's crazy because so i call him my uncle but he's my cousin's uncle um and He's like, nah, you can do whatever the fuck you want. He's like, he's like, just do it. And my parents were like, nah, chill. Like, you don't have to. My dad has always been supportive. My mom's supportive too. Um, but she was more of like, take your time. Like, you just battled death. Like, yeah. fucking chill, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, nah, I'm gonna do this. And so I made my comeback. And it was just honestly because people said I couldn't. And I fucking, I love football. I love sports. Like, it was my entire life. i played sports since I was three and a half. I think my dad put me in t-ball uh-huh.
1: at three and a half. So you're, but you what, what sports were you playing in high school? Like, uh, how I does that okay how does that work playing football? Like you have a what's it called a prosthetic? A prosthetic leg. Like, so you have to I, get a special like, So yeah, so there's a thing called a, a cheetah leg which
2: is meant specifically for running. Um so I was lucky I got a, I got a grant. I applied to uh, Challenge Athletes Foundation and uh, I was I made my case for a prosthetic leg and they granted me this $25,000 wow. running leg and uh, and so I was able to do that. But to even play in the games, I had to go through another step and I had to pad my entire leg. Oh. So not only was I dealing with this fucking prosthetic leg, but I had to put a bunch of padding around it so that I didn't hurt any of the other players. Um, Is
1: it the one that looks kind of like a crowbar?
2: A crowbar. It's the one that looks like a J. Yeah, like, yeah, Kind of yeah, like yeah. a crowbar, right? Like, yeah. Oh, like yes, springy? yes, 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 yeah. Oh,
1: okay. 100%. Yeah. So, I mean, are you starting to, I mean, you do the gym, you go to the gym, right? Do you play sports still?
2: Um, I don't have time, bro. I oh. barely have time for the gym oh, now. Okay. Um, I was like right after high school, I went to, uh, University of Colorado, All played right. some rugby out there. Um, but when I came back, when it comes to, like, straight athletics, I just, I dabbled in, like, touch rugby and stuff like that, but, um, nothing, nothing full-time, like, I when you work and when you do everything else and life catches up on you, like, playing sports, playing softball, playing whatever, it's just not a priority
1: to me. Yeah. Um, and okay. so,
2: yeah, I, I mainly work out, um, I hike a lot, uh, when I, when I have time, I hike, um. Do
1: you, do you use a special, like, what, the word. Prosthetic Prosthetic, yeah for, uh, for dual. No, like, just, Do you have a just, regular Like for like, every day Yeah, then, so
2: like, so I have a regular Walking leg I have yeah. actually Two regular walking legs okay. I have a <laughs> I have a movie leg um, Movie leg Yeah, I did background acting For like A year and a half <laughs> And I got a lot of Amputee roles Like, like soldiers Or oh. fucking Whatever And so there's one That looks like Super robotic because oh, that's just when the, I take the set. No, yeah, just the literally farm? just the pipe. Like, okay. literally, like, a typical, if you think of a prosthetic leg, like, that's what it is. Okay. So, uh, I have that, and then I have my cheetah leg, which is for, like, if I want to fucking go do sprints or whatever. Um, it's crazy because everyone assumed, like, oh, you got your leg cut off. Like, you're going to overcome this challenge of running. Nah, I fucking hated <laughs> running when I had two legs. Still don't fucking like running now. Yeah. And so... uh uh, I have that, and then also I also have an, uh, another jogging leg, which I got like a long time ago. Um, it was it was through my insurance. I was completely blessed. Like, so I was 16, and we made this case. Like, no, every 16 year old, like he's active. Like, like, like walking isn't just a normal everyday thing. Like, you have to be active. So they, they the insurance agreed, and they gave me this this jogging leg. And so I have that too. Um, but mainly every day, I just I just have a normal walking leg that's just fucking really strong. Um, I've I've broken. At least eight wow. <laughs> yeah just, just from being everything like i've broken three playing basketball just yeah. fucking around um i've broken I mean,
1: break them like are, are they hydraulic? they have the like the the, they're and straight
2: and they're straight carbon fiber oh, okay. like carbon fiber but like how do every
1: carbon fiber is this supposed to be like strong. <laughs> it's, it's very <laughs> strong but I,
2: I snapped the shit out of them Damn. so i'd like go for a layup and i'd come down on oh, my left leg like which is weight? yep and it's oh, a okay. crack right in the middle
1: yeah, exactly. How expensive do they like, run? Like, dude, if, I, if
2: I didn't have insurance, bro, I would be not nearly as active just because, <laughs> the dude, one foot. I'm not talking about the socket or the or the pipe or anything. Uh-huh. Like, one foot easily can cost you, like, $4,000. Uh, yeah.
1: So, how hard was it, like, to adapt? I mean, like, you went from having two working legs to just one. Um, you know, I'm sure, I mean, one and a half, I guess. No, no, yeah, 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 not. <laughs>
2: I definitely got one leg. Um, What, uh... What it was is the, uh, I, I wanted to get back into football That's what it came down okay. to So I got my first prosthetic leg um, Typically people will stay in, in like crutches For like six months Typically um, So I used crutches for, for one day And my dad was talking to me And I forget exa- his exact words But it was like He was like if you want to get back you have to You have to push yourself So what I did is I used So I came home It was like three in the afternoon um, with both crutches. Then as soon as that conversation was over I just was determined to use one crutch. So I used one crutch, one crutch the first day, and then the second day I also used one crutch, one crutch, and then the third day I said fuck it. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking
1: walk. Are we are just hopping around or what? Well, no, I have a so you have a prosthetic oh, okay. at this time. So okay. but it's
2: still painful. Like uh, like you're, you're Never actually worn one. You don't. Your, your stump's not used to it. Like it's it's painful. It's yeah. ri- like every day I do I deal with pain. Like oh, every still? day. Yeah. It's it's just it's it's just always gonna be there. So I have a super high pain tolerance, but it's still yeah. always there. I wake yeah. up, go to sleep. Like the only time I don't feel pain is when I go to sleep. Uh, but so I, uh, I the third day I said fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna just go through it. And I just that was it. Like I didn't do any. I didn't do a single day of physical therapy wow. because. It, like
1: sports was that, It wasn't Like, dude, dude, no, it was just it was just me fucking doing no. it,
2: bro. Like, like, granted, I guarantee, like, I probably wasn't doing it the right way at first, um, but I didn't care because I was just, I was that much closer to accomplishing
1: my goal, of getting back on the football field. Yeah, wow, right, man. See, I'm telling you, like, that's <laughs> inspirational right there. Like, how hard is it for you, like, when people are like giving you excuses, like, oh, I don't want to do this because I have a cold, but like, they're like, what the I, fuck? I'm missing a leg. If I could do it, you could. I, fuck, I
2: fucking hate people Who use excuses But I always say this Like everyone goes Through their own battles yeah. Everyone It's like I lost a leg And granted that shit was hard But I fucking overcame it yeah. Maybe if I lost an arm I'd have been Fuck my life is over Like fuck the world Fuck everything Like I'm just gonna Fucking chill at home Yeah Um so, stuff like that. Like, everyone has their own battles. You can't fucking judge someone because they're going through something. But, no, I definitely get tired of the people who fucking make excuses. Because yeah. there's a lot of people who make just, like, quote, unquote, fuckboy excuses. And are, are in the, the words of my homie, just, hoe-ass shit. No. And so, you, you just fucking deal with it. And then people will see, like, people see that not making excuses for yourself gets you somewhere. Yeah. And so, hopefully, I just try to lead by example. It's mainly a lot of it.
1: So, at a high school, you mentioned, um... You were still playing sports, right? Like you yeah. went to college and played. Like you said rugby. Yeah, I, I played a little bit of rugby. Yeah. So I mean, um, also, like I heard that you, <laughs> you hooked up with like the Olympic, like the uh, yeah. Paralympics, so right? so um, yeah. Like when I got through everything, my
2: everyone around me, like, oh, you're gonna do Paralympics and stuff. So I thought about it, and I actually made the um the what's like the quote unquote like the um, the B team of the USA Paralympic powerlifting team. Um. So i made that and i traveled to like oklahoma i've traveled to texas to compete in it um but it just wasn't like honestly i, I ruptured my my left shoulder rotator cuff Shit. so after that i was just never strong enough um oh, to do it like like i have a pretty big chest just from like past years of working out and stuff so people are like oh how much like weight do you put up to put like three plates i'm like nah bro i i fuck around with 135 I've 185 and i just keep it at that um, i do
1: 35 <laughs> <laughs> That's so you got start, beef, yeah, you got to start somewhere.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, so yeah, so I did that, and then I just I cut my losses and was like, oh,
1: I'm, I'm just gonna focus on on the music. So yeah. yeah. Do you, you give back to the the Paralympics? Or I mean, to the I, man? I'm telling you, man. No. Man. <laughs> so like, what are they? What are they calling? No, yeah, it's called Paralympics. Okay. Uh, but to the teams, like, do you help them out? Like, what, do, no, you, do you do anything
2: for them? So so the hub of the powerlifting team is over in uh, Oklahoma. Okay. it's at the university of central oklahoma and so that's the hub so i can't really like yeah i'm burping a lot um gas it's the gas yeah, this is monster <laughs> so i can't really uh give back and like volunteer but i definitely still volunteer a lot with uh the foundation called Chan- challenged athletes caf right. the one who gave me my prosthetic leg so i'll go out there and i'll donate time um when they do like their clinics, like their running clinics, their their walking clinics or swimming clinics. Like I'm either practicing or I'm not practicing, but I'm like participating or I'm one of the people helping like Like, just like a regular volunteer, helping the people who are struggling, whatever, whatever it is.
1: Do you represent or have you tried representing, like, a sports athlete or, like, somebody like that from... I definitely,
2: uh, you're talking about, like, just in a career-wise in general? I definitely wouldn't be opposed to it. Going into the sports entertainment thing is crazy. So, actually, yesterday I just came across a, a, like, an Instagram post from a a pretty well-known sports agent. And it's a it's a conference about sports entertainment like like everything from the management to the fox like sporting network and everything i was like fuck it why not like go learn again just something to add to the resume but it's it's something i definitely would be super down for yeah, 100 so, so
1: you're gonna do it or are you still uh you're working out the schedule you're yeah i'm working, working out
2: the schedule right now <laughs> okay once i finish school and i don't have to like go to school yeah. that's when i'll be like all right i'm gonna dabble in this i'm gonna dabble in that and i'm just gonna expand my Expand my wings yeah. Fly I'm a peacock You gotta yeah. let me fly Yeah
1: <laughs> um, I, I feel you already know The next question About your leg right Okay what's up The, the, the phantom leg pretty much the, Oh the okay yeah like, Do you still like you still <laughs> You know like Does that happen to you Um Okay How does it Okay I Fuck I don't even know I wanna know How it feels Like
2: Okay so uh, So I phantom phantom, phantom limb pains Are pretty crazy Um They 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 are just random completely random pains that don't have any aura of when they're gonna come they just fucking come and it's it's either extremely excruciating or it's just like oh shit like that fucking hurt um, and for me i was very blessed because a lot of that comes from whatever trauma you've had endure to the to the missing limb like you fucking broke your ankle or whatever it may be like that's the kind of pain that it comes through so i didn't break my ankle i didn't have any i didn't i've never broken a single bone to this day i've just had them cut off (laughs) and so uh the phantom limb pains for me a majority of the time is just like tickling like it's just like like 30 second burst of like someone tickling my foot that just seems like it's never gonna end um sometimes i'll have like like pain like it feels like um like what i would imagine a knife being stabbed through my ankle but it's just quick it's just like and then that's it i'm like oh shit okay or it's like a a shock but nothing nothing pretty crazy but they happen they really do happen and most of the time they happen when like i'm just chilling Uh
1: Um, so is it like muscle memory like it remembers
0: where that leg was so able to feel it so what it
2: is is the nerves are literally just cut off like you don't get nerves taken out of you like they don't kill the nerves like there's a way to kill nerves but then that is like taking depression pill. it's crazy like it's it's fucking it's another world for that but so the nerves are still there like if i pretend to wiggle my toes like i still get the feeling like i'm fucking wiggling my toes so like like that it's just because of that
1: i don't know how you do it man (laughs) i would like i don't i don't have like the willpower pretty much Dude, it, it, yeah, it just—it <laughs> yeah. comes down to just doing yeah. it, just yeah. dealing with it,
2: yeah, getting I, through the suck.
1: I mean, especially like from a sports background. Like, I love sports. I, yeah. I, I, love to be active. But you know, I, I love soccer. <laughs> I imagine like it'd be pretty hard to play soccer. I suck as it is. Like both, like, <laughs> rec, like my both of my legs. Like, yeah. I can only imagine like with uh, prosthetic. Like, well, I'm not,
2: I, no means was it easy at uh-huh. all. Like, there was plenty of practices that I would have to go to the sidelines mm-hmm. and fucking. Literally dump out a bunch of blood and sweat, and then just fucking put it back on and go because they're not gonna stop practice for me. Yeah. Like, like the day still goes on, shit still has to get done, plays still have to be practiced. Like, if you want to be part of the team, like you just still have to do it. So like, my coach was pretty cool. Um, I told him as soon as I was like, he was like, hey, do you want like special treatment? Do you want like you don't have to do all the running? If you don't, want, I said no. I'm. I want to lead this team. Yeah. And so I was team captain of the team, and I was there like, he was like, All right, if you want to lead, you better fucking lead. Like, you better yeah. be the first one on the field, last one off, first one to this, you you delegate this. like And that's what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just something, it's always been my personality. Um, so, how
1: was it the first game back? Like,
0: Bro, was that shit the was beautiful. What was the score? Oh, was I, don't, like, I don't know. Rudy, <laughs> was
1: it like Rudy, like everybody clapping and stuff? No, like,
2: because yeah. because everyone everyone just already knew like oh, he's just another fucking player like he's well granted he's like the team captain but yeah. he's just another fucking player he's gonna get out there he's gonna do his shit he's gonna fuck up sometimes but as long as he gets his job done
1: no one cared. Did you lose like <laughs> did you ever lose like your leg in the uh, or something? I, like that? Yeah, I got uh, I
2: went for a tackle and um, it, it didn't come completely off but I definitely was like oh shit I can't walk like hold on like I tapped my helmet like I was like oh, I, I got to get out so. And then, yeah, that happened probably
1: like with oh, the Cali, like as a foul, like if you accidentally hit other, like another player with it. No, no, oh, no. All right. <laughs> Man, be cool. just smacking with yeah. it, across <laughs> a helmet or something. Yeah, like, no. oh no, it fell off. What does it mean? I didn't, I didn't swing, I didn't swing or something like <laughs> that. All right, well, you know what? Let's let's get off that topic, cause we, we, yeah. So, let's talk about synchronicity. Synchronicity, synchronicity right? Okay. So, like, what what's the story behind synchronicity?
2: So uh, synchronicity we, is a is an event I throw I help throw with my my buddy Hyman, um, and it is we have live music we have live art we have an art gallery we have food and then we have local vendors um, t-shirt brands car clubs jewelry whatever whatever the fuck that we think is super dope mm-hmm. um, and that it that happened because uh, long story short. As an emerging artist, it's really fucking hard to get shows. You're either paying for play, or people are just ignoring you. Yeah. I was like, damn, I want. I'm gonna build a platform for my homies to hop on. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, let me let me throw shows, and like everyone throws shows in like L.A. downtown, wherever. Not there's nothing really going on in Wilmington mm-hmm. or the South Bay. And so I said, yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. No one's doing it, and I'm gonna make it the fucking <laughs> dopest thing around. And so uh, I I collabed with Jaime because he actually through through a mutual friend he had the same kind of vision like wanted to throw shows and he was actually being a promoter for a, a venue called the boogie so he had to his foot dabbled in it a little mm-hmm. and so we linked up and i was like oh what's what's, what's your vision And was, he was like vision was just on point with what Nine. we wanted to do we wanted to do it solely in wilmington we wanted to have dope artists dope mcs dope fucking painters like like local clothing brands like i see you have a sticker on your laptop shout out to unknown phenom and so oh, yeah. um like oh
1: you're aren't you like their ambassador or something like that uh i i
2: i was doing a lot i was rep- representing them a lot okay. um i don't want to say I've, I've stepped away but oh, I, okay. I just haven't had like a lot of meetings with uh oh. with cheddar a lot, but no, I still I still fuck with the brand 100%. Yeah, um, there's some What with like what's like how, how
1: do you like well, how does the ambassador like what's the role of an ambassador? What, what brand? What brand? I
2: did is so, um, I, I was like, yo, like, so yeah, I actually had that co- talk with um with cheddar, I was like, yo, let me let me represent unknown phenom in the music scene so wherever i went for a long time every time i was networking i had an unknown phenom shirt on i had whether the members only one or i had uh the other ones but i always wore it whether it was their their hats or their shirt it was, i was representing them everywhere and i was telling them like yo you gotta fuck with this brand like this brand is really emerging it's all about like like being dedicated really just doing your own thing and being fucking dope at it um so he was like yeah like bro like do whatever you gotta do and I was like,
1: fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how did you hear from them? Like, how did you guys up? Um that?
2: So I met them, I met, I met him at a, uh, the Wilmington art walk. And at the time I was managing the artists and I was like, yo, like, it's going to be really, it's a good marketing strategy. Like we fuck with you. You fuck with, we're, we're all, we're all from Wilmington. Like let's try to put on for each other. Mm-hmm and so we did that and then he actually like he saw me just doing my business stuff and knew I was in school and knew I I knew marketing very well and knew I knew business very well so we started like having like weekly meetings at like uh Ohas tea shop and it was like we just chopped it up straight about business Mm -hmm. um stuff that was happening for the artist stuff that was happening for unknown phenom and we just were just continuously dishing it out and I think A lot of it happened like he got a new job i got more invested into what i'm doing for for music for school for work and we just haven't had the meetings but uh yeah it was was super dope super 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 tight and then uh from synchronicity they had their own booth and they supported it 110 percent like they dude they they made their own flyers and shit and was was promoting and marketing that so that was was super tight shout out them
1: yeah they have a good team I, i i i contacted um Yeah, Cheddar. Yeah, Cheddar. Yeah, yeah, to see if you wanted to come on, but we'll see. Hopefully, in the future, we have them (laughs) on, you know? But, yeah, I mean, because I'm, like, I'm trying to help out, like, like the community, like, Wilmington. You know, I want to put them on the map a little bit. I don't want to. Like everybody assumes, Wilmington's a ghetto. You know, Every, like, dude, there's always, there's
2: so many slept on creatives. Yeah, in Wilmington. yeah, like, I it's mean,
1: crazy. There's a lot of talent. A lot, like a big chunk of the people that have on my on the podcast, they're from Carson, Wilmington, St. Yeah, and dude, and that's exactly you know. why
2: we did synchronicities because there's so many just artists slept on, and, that's what and they're dope, and they're, there's no reason why they couldn't be making a living off of yeah. it. And I know there's there's the Art Walk, and Art Walk is doing an amazing thing, but I wanted to do something that was like like more geared to like the people who are like 18 to 27 more for that like like go to shows like we had uh i'm not promoting marijuana at all i'm not but we had people smoking like we were pretty front like pretty friendly with that with alcohol being served like and it was like alcohol where you can mingle with everyone like you didn't have to go to a beer garden like yeah. you, you fucking
1: take it wherever right. um so, so yeah so how was the event split because i mean i do was- I would imagine that the art has to be one place and like so
2: so the venue we had um and shout out angel the owner of uh oh, what's this restaurant called damn it i forgot the restaurant but shout out angel um his venue is it's a hall and there's a downstairs area which oh, is like oh it's the a thorn
1: is the take uh, teriyaki spot
2: no. No no, no 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 it's over um it's off of avalon and g street um it used to be a, a med shop and like a pool hall It's right on the corner. It's right across the street from Santa Fe Seconds. Um, Oh, okay. And so it's a, when you go, when you enter the door, it's an open, an open area, like a hall. And then all the way up to the left side of the building, there's a stairs going upstairs. And so there's a little like loft upstairs. So we had the uh, the art gallery up there. Um, We had a little like green room with like some alcohol for the artists and stuff like that. Um, You go downstairs, there's a stage and then you walk through the back of the hall to where the parking lot is and we had all the vendors there we had the tacos set up in the back um, some some more live art out there and so that was that was kind of like the generic setup and we had we had uh, artists performing starting at like th- 4 o'clock and it went all the way through like 11 o'clock and doors opened at 3 and so it was tight we do for the first time for the first time throwing it we had a, a total of like 350 people pull up wow so we're completely
1: blessed how many times have you thrown this event was that the that, first was a, time? that was that was the first one okay.
2: and we're actually preparing for the next one um it's gonna be november 5th all right and uh, yeah i believe that's the day don't don't mark my words i'm pretty positive it's gonna be a sunday sunday okay. no, in november like the very first sunday
1: yeah well for sure like once i post up this episode i'll be like on the on your little on description i'll post it right there like yeah it's november 5th yeah i just right, confirmed so, that all right for cool. sure. so november 5th guys remember mark it <laughs> down your calendar synchronicity yeah Volume 2 So like You mentioned that It was really important Like you know Trying to help out Your homies and stuff So like So how did they Benefit from the show Um Like what did they Um
2: So what was pretty cool Is one I didn't charge them At all To hop on the stage I had people I had my homie Rain Raps Who is from LA But he lives in New Hampshire So he came out For a special one I had my boy Uh Lala He's from Uh Uh Washington So he came down and uh, did a set and then we had all the people from Wilmington and Carson and the surrounding South Bay areas and what they did is they didn't have to pay to play I just said come on drop a set and then I actually paid everyone um, a lot of artists you would you don't get paid till you're fucking in the at least 5,000 followers or fans and then like, you can you can put a budget on yourself mm-hmm. um, so I, I hooked them up and granted I dude we didn't we don't do this for the money so uh i was able to pay a few people like 50 bucks 25 bucks shot it shot it around but dude that 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 means a lot to an artist to get yeah. paid for their work yeah because they put a lot of hours into that shit yeah yeah so uh that that was pretty cool and then they got a they got a platform they had to perform in front of 300 people and some of them it was their very first time performing ever yeah. so
1: it was pretty dope how did you benefit from this event because obviously like you mentioned that Dude I helped, I helped I helped out people
2: Yeah dude that, That's why I benefited I helped people Um and that's all I wanted to do Put on a great event For Wilmington By Wilmington
1: How long have you had How long did you have this vision Cause obviously Two years Two years Two uh,
2: Actually at that time It was like a year and a half uh-huh. Before But Manifestation I was fucking yeah. I said it A year and a half I was like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna throw these parties Like And you can talk to like All the people who was around me At the time They're like Nos even had this vision And he, he Ended up fucking doing it Like like he he said it and he did it mm-hmm. and manifested my destiny and that's
1: what I want to do with my life mm. so like was exactly what's the end result for you like what's the big picture like what do you want to be doing if you if you would have asked me two months ago I would
2: have said I want to be an executive at a label uh-huh. um but now I think I still want to do that I still want to dabble and I still want to to work for a label or a PR firm or something but uh eventually i want to own my own company and and work for myself and fucking do do uh filthy entertainment that, mm-hmm. that comes fra- from the steven jay's filthy all nice. right and uh, okay so let's get into that <laughs> well what's
1: up with that like with the steven jay's filthy who, why why that so uh that's I, your username right for yeah everything, for everything right?
2: for uh instagram twitter not facebook just steven Contreras on facebook <laughs> okay um I, it, branding is so important creating a brand for yourself creating a brand for your worth um and it, it originally started with uh with the artists in the group i was managing they're like you know like filthy conscious is pretty dope like like you know what's right and what's wrong at the end of the day you make your own decisions and um filthy is also just pretty tight like damn this beat is filthy this this thing is fucking sick like are all that that whole record or or that art piece damn that's filthy like it just it just happened kind of was like what i was doing um then so it was going to be filthy conscious and that was going to be like strictly like at that time i just wanted to like throw shows because that was in that time where i was like fuck, i need to create a platform or whatever but now filthy entertainment is going to be more of like an overall uh, umbrella for what, everything i want to do whether it's um, helping out more with rare house, uh, doing my own shows more synchronicity shit um managing artists whatever it is um dude i want to i want to fuck like i said i think we're off air but i want to be the man behind the man pulling all the strings like yeah that's what i want to be doing
1: be like the puppet master. yeah exactly not in the negative sense no 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 yeah i want
2: to i want to (laughs) dude this is gonna sound really cocky because i don't i don't like to do this but dude i want to be the one
1: calling the shots yeah i mean yeah exactly Like, i want to be my own boss you know that's good. I mean, I like, I like your vision. If I could do anything to help, just, you know, I'm, I'm a text or a DM away. Slide, slide, slide on my slide in your DMs. DMs I got you. you know, <laughs> they got my social and everything, but um who are some of your mentors or role models that you pretty much you want to follow their path like, i know exactly you don't want to be you know followed down their footsteps exactly because you want to build your own path but like who are some of your um role models yeah
2: i'd say my number one role model is definitely uh pro welton my I'm the ceo of create digital music um the fact dude, he he won he's the, in music there's it's very hard to find genuine genuine people that are going to give you real fucking high quality advice and really care about where you're going what you're doing so pro he's just he's a great business person he's a great human being he's, he's a dope friend like like pro is someone who i definitely look up to he's my mentor and then um the the co-founder of i standard the the other company i work for j hatch um goes by mogul status he he really helped me a lot with like understanding the true the true importance of branding yourself branding your worth um creating something that that people benefit from not just a business um so him and then um i'd say my cousin josh my cousin josh lafarga politician at long beach uh, right. he's the closest thing i have to a big brother i'm an only child and so uh, He's, he's always been there. He's the one I call when I go through my, my stages of depression. He's the one that I, that I hear good news. On. It's the first person I call next to like my girlfriend. Um, and so... Him, and then last but the not least, my, my parents. My parents are my biggest motivation. Um, they have supported me. They have pushed me. They have fucking doubted me which is how I get a lot of motivation too, but they're they're the the number one in two people who, who I look up to in this world. Yeah like,
1: I was on mansion earlier but like you seem like the type of person that that um you try to fight adversity or you, you like spite pretty much spite, dude, like not I to be fucked fucking, up but, like, i fucking spite, love when yeah. people
2: tell me i can't do shit
1: like is what yeah. drives me straight like, up like, just tell me like, exactly do. Like, let me show you like, exactly you're wrong right yeah dude and
2: that's that's dude I, uh, I don't even know where that comes from i think that comes from like my sports mentality so um my dad he he saw the importance of always playing with people who are above you whether they're older whether they have more talent so I was three playing with five-year-olds, and then I was four playing with six-year-olds, and I was five playing with seven-year-olds and stuff like that. So it always was like that. I was always playing with guys two grades above me, two years above me, um, and so I was like, "Fuck it, I don't care what that person says. Like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna be as good as them or whatever." Um, and then when the doctor told me, like, "Oh, you can't do football,"
0: fuck you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Watch me. Yeah
2: yeah dude my doc my doctor's super tight he's a he's an amazing doctor an amazing guy um noah fetterman and he uh he i would send him pictures and like there's a lot of articles written about me when i was when i made my comeback into football and i would just shoot him these he was like he was like you're crazy kid like, like you gotta chill out and uh yeah so I, I fucking love when people can't tell me things like like uh like what was it, uh, it was just recently um I was I hit up my girlfriend I was like Just tell me I fucking suck Just (laughs) tell me like I'm a piece of shit And that I'm not gonna accomplish it Of course she was not like Super down to do that But after talking to her She was like She was like You're better Or she was like No She was like You're not gonna You're not gonna be better Than this person Or you're not gonna be As good as this person I was like
0: and I didn't say fuck you But I was like Thanks <laughs> In my head I was like Fucking watch me <laughs> That's
1: good I mean That's good It's important to have Somebody stand behind you You know like, Yeah. Especially when you Question yourself Like you always want To have that person Like, Yeah
2: she, she's super supportive She's Dude She always tells me My number one fan Yeah um, Literally just, just Rides whatever She's super understanding Like that's one thing A lot of a lot of girls Or even a lot of guys That don't understand About music It's a full time thing um, Pro told me that that music is always going to be your biggest part-time job
0: yeah.
2: like it's never going to be something like like especially like for me i'm different than a lot of people so being an amputee being a cancer survivor having insurance mm-hmm. is dude i wouldn't be where i am without insurance so being able to have really great insurance it's super important so like i need to find that real stable job yeah. before i can even venture on my own yeah, yeah. um so literally music it's it's 24 7 i'm either answering emails or or doing like shit like this like or going to events and networking like it's constant and there's times where i i completely i don't forget but i don't hit up my girlfriend for like eight ten hours and she's just like hey like how's your day (laughs) hope you're doing good so like that and that's i mean
1: that's good she understands you know like you guys have the same like mentality like she understands your mentality she understands like you have to do what you got to do, but at the end of the day, you're doing it for her also, you know? It's I'm Yeah, no, I'm d- yeah
2: the, the future, that's you what know? it's all about. That's that's
1: important. You need to have somebody, and I'm happy that, you, you know, you have somebody, because yeah. I've heard stories that there's people that I know that, I mean, their girl holds them back a little dude, bit sometimes, Yeah, dude. You know?
2: <laughs> Everyone tells me in music, like, yo, like, girls just get in the way. Like, that's the number one thing a lot of managers, they'll be like, artists, like, yo, you're not fucking with any girls, you're not gonna bullshit like we're going because this is the business this is your profession like yeah. focus on this yeah and the girls will come later yeah um but dude like you said i was blessed with an amazing best friend an amazing partner an amazing girlfriend like she's just fucking she's she's a goat she's the dopest thing around yeah, that's
1: good man. i'm <laughs> happy for you what are some advice that you could give like young artists upcoming like um talent that you know when they want to sign or be um, Like, um, they want to be signed to, like, a label or go to the independent route. Yeah. You know, from a PR standpoint or a marketing aspect, you
2: know, like, what's some advice you can give to them? Create value for yourself. Make, like, so, uh, so we live in an era, an extreme era of DIY, meaning you could do it yourself, especially with music. Like, like, the labels, they don't have as much leverage anymore because there's, like, like. This is a perfect example. People use, like, back when labels were super important, not everyone had access to these fucking softwares, to these programs, to the actual equipment to record and make music. Dude, it's every day. Like, every day people can create music. It's at the finger, it's at the snap of a finger. Like. Like this stuff, like you bought your, your interface just like on Amazon or something like super quick and you bought your mic and you are able to do it. Back then people couldn't do that with music. And so now that it's at your fingertips, these artists don't have to really take out this loan from a label. Like as long as they create their value, create their fans, um, they, they can, sell merchandise and they that's how they can fund themselves it just it really just comes down to do you want to do you want to struggle or do you want to take the quote-unquote like easy way out because labels they do labels will always have the upper hand because they have access to radio but they like like it is you take out a loan with them because you they got to recoup all that money back there are or they're gonna they're gonna put you into a 360 deal right off the bat and the 360 deal is they they take money a percentage from every area of your life whether it's selling merch whether it's fucking record sales whether it's you become an actor and they'll take a piece from your acting check or you sign a sneaker deal they'll take a piece from that or whatever it is they're they're gonna get their money um so it's like do you want to do that or do you want to just grind it out gain like a hundred followers a month thousand followers like stuff like that like like it dude it's it's pretty it's a pretty wild music industry we live in right now but um for a young artist i'd say don't focus on the labels because the labels aren't going to pay attention to you until you have a, a value of yourself whether your your numbers are off the charts for an independent artist or whether you have a good image or you have like if, even followers aren't really a big important things it's like fans like how many people are listening to your music like how many how many plays do you have on soundcloud how many listens do you have on spotify like stuff like that like are you trending do people hashtag you do people at you like those are things you have to value and then like like social media is the only true way of marketing nowadays that that's like inexpensive so like an instagram like having high quality pictures is is dude that that really does make or break you because so here's a good here's a good general rule so like pictures are good high quality pictures or video uh high quality pictures are better um video is better than a picture um a video with sound and subtitles is better and then a a high quality music video or whatever or like segment is is the best so it's just that progression of like investing into yourself to create this good online presence um dang yeah it is a lot there's a there's formulas to this shit but there's no there's no directions of how to do it like you you have to create what
1: works for you so how long have you been going to school? Cause I mean I feel like this is what you're learning about right in school. Um, like how how, some, how some long? What? Okay, how long um, how long do you have left? Like <sighs> in school. Fuck.
2: Um, so I graduated high school in 2012, and right out of high school I went to the University of Colorado Boulder. Um, I studied uh, integrative physiology. So cause I was super into sports, I was personal training back then. So I did that and then when I came back from Colorado cuz I, I, I was I having too much fun out there to be honest okay. <laughs> wasn't focusing on school. So when I came back, I I went to Cerritos for like a semester, got some general eds out the way. And then when I really decided to do this music thing 2 years ago, I was like, "All right, I'm fucking doing this." But I've al- I've always gone to school full-time, meaning 12 credits, but I've never only done school. I'm always working. I've always had a job. I've never been unemployed like it's just it's just who i am i don't like being uncomfortable yeah um so i think like if i had more time to to donate to school maybe do like 18 units or like whatever i'd be a little bit further but as of right now i have one more semester after this current fall semester uh-huh. i only have to take statistics and a wow. uh, micro econ and then i'll be done wow but i have everything so i have like i have a uh, Uh, a general business admin essentials certificate i have a marketing certificate i have an entrepreneur certificate um, I just don't have my AA, <laughs> and oh, so, okay. so I have two cla- two additional classes after this semester to get my AA in um, business admin.
1: What's the next step after that? What are you? Um, are you uh, go I would. I'm gonna own? take
2: a year off oh, okay. and try to establish like a career, um, whether it's like I said, working for that label or working for a PR firm. Um, I'm gonna do that, and then after that one year is up, I'm gonna go to Dominguez Hills and I'm gonna study uh, PR for sports and entertainment. All and right. then so they have a really solid uh a really solid program there so i'm probably gonna do that or go into the um the music business program at northridge oh wow yeah both of those schools are pretty good they're they're pretty local mm-hmm. so Man, yeah.
1: wow well i mean good luck on everything you do but <laughs> you know what hopefully you guys could attend synchronicity i'm gonna yep. let you i'm gonna let you um give out your social media right now let people know where they can find you um, where they can find your events. You know, if they're interested on maybe taking some of the classes, like where they could maybe For Rare House, yeah. Yeah, um, you know, give by your social media uh, so, I you know, I'm at uh, real quick.
2: <laughs> so I'm gonna be um, all my social media handles so pretty well, I am mainly only Twitter and uh, Instagram is Steven J is filthy. So it's Steven J I S filthy. you um, find me there and then you should also follow these other accounts. Uh Rare House is gonna be at a very rare shop and then uh follow create digital music at create d-i-g-m-a-n-p-u-b it's create dig man pub and then the last one is going to be uh oh <laughs> conscious radio Damn. definitely follow conscious radio a hundred go do that right now stop what you're doing fucking log into to instagram and twitter and follow conscious radio at conscious radio on twitter is going to be at conscious radio one all right then yeah all and if you right. want to get involved with rare house come to an event pull up slide in the dms <laughs> um go to the website com
1: and get involved man better your community 100% yeah. all right guys well this is the part where i i know i it was pretty the interview went a little serious i guess <laughs> so you know this is my part this is the part where i tried add some comedy i guess or some excitement a little bit of excitement like not too serious. I don't like to be serious myself. So as you can tell by the podcast, I try to make jokes here and there. But I like to play a game called Sevens. Originally this game was made for Never Not Funny, the Never Not Funny podcast. I like to give them credit because it was it's not mine. It's not my uh, app. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I like to give credit to where credit is due, you know. Definitely, that's theirs, yeah. so I don't want to care. I don't want you guys to think that I made it or, you know, it, it was made for me. It's made for them. Just in case you guys want to download it, you know, it's the seventh. that's it. <laughs> so how you play the game? Yeah, easy, right? Yeah. So basically, it's seven questions. You have um, seven seconds to answer each question. I'm gonna let you pick the genre. Um, right now I'm gonna tell you the genres. But the uh, the purpose of it is, at the end of the year, I'm a uh, the high score. The high score is gonna. Um, I'm gonna give them something pretty much. I'm gonna give, give them either hat or something. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna give you that hat. One of my hats. Um, if you're interested in getting a hat. DM, slide on my DMs real quick. <laughs> you know? Yeah, as you're listening to the podcast, tell me where you're, that. Tell me how much you enjoyed the podcast, and you know I like to hear it. Uh, I'm a little cocky, I guess, so full of myself. You give him that feedback. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so just yeah, whatever. Doesn't even matter. <laughs> I don't even know I was going to that. But yeah, so basically, um, at the, the end of the year, going, yeah. yeah, at the end of the year, I'm gonna give them um, some merchandise. Either a hat. I'm thinking of a a fat head of myself, sign. <laughs> I mean. Right now in the egyptian room i see a lot a lot of like sphinx yeah, yeah sphinx right yeah. so a lot of sphinx all over i i, I see myself Hieroglyphics you know? and shit, i see yeah. my face in one of them and i'm just throwing <laughs> that out there you know hey you don't have to do it but if you win you know i expect it to be somewhere <laughs> you know so yeah so um so far the highest score is by byron with 22 you know okay so hopefully you'd be 20 so i so i like a challenge um okay. so i want you to pick the category what yeah
2: so i might get 40 points, I might get two, whatever it is, like, let's do this.
1: No, you know, I can't do that because <laughs> if I pick one, I'm going to go for one that I know I'm going to be good at. So the whole point is you have to you have to guess. You have to, like, I see, I mean, yeah. You have to pretty much assume that I'm going to be good at a category. Okay. Because if, if I choose it, then it's going to be super easy for you because I'm going to be able to give you pretty much oh, the clues, you know? Okay, okay, okay,
2: I got you, I got you. All right, all right. so
1: for the listeners, the I'm going to run through all the genres. Just, let's do like let's pick like five just five of yeah them? just five At random yeah all right so general music food that's four animals general music food animals, animals more. and let's do mm. movie comedy you know what let's do food fuck it all right food yeah we're gonna do food guys because i suck <laughs> it's a it's a made out of a, this is a protein that it's dried, dried protein, protein powder, oh. um, fucking beef jerky. Um, it, this is an Italian plate, um, food. It's served on a tray. It has pa- pasta, marinara, oh, meat. Pass. I have no <laughs> idea. Yeah, this is um. It rhymes with bone. It's a it's a. bone petite.
2: No, I don't know. It's fucking retarded. <laughs> um, it's, a,
1: it's a dessert. It's made out of this like um, souffle.
2: Dude, I'm not a food. Yeah, you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> fuck. Why is it so hard today? <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. All right, we're going to do general now. All right, let's do general. <laughs> not tall, but small, short, short what we used to connect into social media uh iphone um
2: app twitter twitter uh instagram uh usb oh. i don't know <laughs>
1: um when you're not when you're unpopular you're when you're unpopular you're popular yeah okay oh you just mentioned it. it's a it's a type of social media that it's a bird a twitter vroom, vroom, vroom. motorcycles you eat this in the morning it's the first breakfast meal. If your peace, you're from out space, you're on? Alien. That's it. Tight. All right, 23. So you're tired of Byron right oh, now. Oh, there you go. Oh, no, we said 22. Actually, you got the highest hey, score. Hey, that's what's All up. right, so like I said, look for a look for um a fathead coming for your way. For sure. We still got a couple months. I'll put a couple that shit right in my room. All right, cool. <laughs> I don't think your girl would like it, but hey, whatever you want, <laughs> it's man. It's always cool when people watch, bro. <laughs> All right, cool. Hopefully, like, she sees, like. She pretty much she sees like what you're not so you know like oh man at least she's not that <laughs> like when looks at you you know all right guys well i'm gonna give my social media uh you can find me at let me know pod on instagram and facebook if you have any questions if you have any suggestions maybe you're artists and you want to be featured um send me email at let me know pot at gmail.com if um also what i'm doing now is if you're an artist you have um you have you do music oh yeah and you want to be I, I usually open up the the um the show with some music right if you want to be featured you want to be um the song that gets played in between the, the 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 segments just um send me what i mean where i could find your music and if I'm not like I, straight up. I'm not <laughs> looking to pay for it because I don't get any money. So if you're looking, I'm this is strictly for publicity. is yeah. strictly to not nah, music. all, out all, there, all right? aspiring
2: artists should should try to get their shit everywhere. Um, yeah. And since we're on the topic of artists, if artists, um, if you do have music, shoot it to me. Stephen J is filthy at Gmail dot com. Shoot it to conscious radio, um, conscious radio, conscious radio one at Gmail. And then uh, if you're looking for some solid distribution. Um, my email is content at create digital music.com and mm-hmm. then producers for I standard, Stephen J at I All right, there you go.
1: That's it. Yep. All right, cool. All right, guys. Well, I have, I have, um, I have a hat. Obviously you guys know by that clue, you know what's coming. I like to, at the end, I like to close it out with the riddle. So the purpose for the riddles, I want you guys to, you know, Interact with me. So this is your. This is for you guys. So pretty much, all you have to do is answer the riddle, um, by DMing me the answer. But before you do all that, you have to screenshot the picture, post it, um, tag me and a friend, text even while you're at, you know you're at it. You know, <laughs> let them know that you heard the episode. All right, and um, at the end of the at the um oh at the end of the week, I guess when it will high is, I'm a. When I post this episode, the contest, that's when it starts until the, until the end of the week. That's when it ends. Once I post a new episode, that's when that, that riddle is no longer accepted. The answer for that riddle is no longer accepted. All you gotta do is DM me the answer. Like I said, tag a friend, tag me and that's it. You guys get, you guys are in the running to win yourself a hat, you know, a beautiful hat. I made it myself. So of course it's beautiful. (laughs) All right guys. So the riddle is I, I am heavy forward, but backwards I'm not. All right, guys. Well, that's it. Thank you, Steven. Thank you for coming. Thank you, guys. You know, I appreciate everything you do. And thank you for letting me party every day.
0: Bye.